0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. We are back here on Thunder and Lightning. We're brought to you by our friends at the Vicksburg Convention and Visitors Bureau. Visit Vicksburg, my hometown. Man, I'm I'm so excited about that sponsorship. I'm also excited to have Coach Justin Parker on with us for the first time here on Thunder and Lightning. And Coach, I asked this this question of Coach Limonis uh, uh, a couple months ago when I had him on my podcast but I'm going to ask it of you now. You had a good job at South Carolina. That's a good program. They won a lot of baseball games there. They had a lot of success. Why come to Mississippi State?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. I've got that a lot. You know, it just was something that as I went through this process um, – you know, and my family was heavily involved as well. Obviously, you know, this was just a, a place that you know I was very impressed with last spring when we played here. You know, I've, uh, I've known a lot of the other coaches and the people involved for a while, and you know, it was a pitching staff that I kind of looked at from the other dugout and, and competing against, and saw a lot of a lot of talent, a lot of potential, maybe some of it untapped, and. um you know just as a competitor i think this summer it was something that i thought you know just i i, I really looking forward to taking on a challenge like that you know i don't know if that that um you know i i think you have to be a little bit crazy to coach in the sec anyway but this was a challenge that i i was excited about as i started to learn more about it so um yeah i'm i'm excited to be here
0: there is no getting around the fact that Mississippi State struggled as a pitching staff last year. The term I've used a lot is systemic, that it wasn't just one guy struggling or a couple of games. It was all year long, and there were huge problems with everybody on the staff. Did you, have you had enough time, you feel? I mean, it's been nine months since the end of the season going into opening day. Is that enough time to correct the issues to a point where you feel confident in your guys going into the SEC season?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think so, and, and and not being a part of that, you know, seeing it again just in a small little snapshot from across, you know, across the field in the other dugout, I felt some of that. You know, when we were here last spring, you could feel a little bit of the here we go again. Um, it was a group that, you know, again, just did, did not lack – talent and potential and horsepower by any means it, it just was a lot of the other things a lot of the little things some of it was an attitude and, and and an identity some of it was a toughness when things get hard some of it was was um you know really just the the pitchability, the poise the um you know the vision the direction the command and and so you know, I think so. I like this group a lot. You know, and I've had a, a lot of really good pitching staffs. And I told these guys uh, this the other day in a meeting. It, this is the most talented pitching staff that I've ever had, and it's it's deep. Um, we still have things to work on, certainly. You know, we have we have to, um, you know, just can, to continue to grow individually and as a group collectively. But th- this is a group that I'm very confident in, and and I've watched work over the course of. You know, six, seven, eight, nine months together, and I know that's a short period of time. But I, you know, I, I love coaching because I love teaching, and you know, really feel like this was a hungry group that I took over. It was a very capable group, both physically, from a talent standpoint, and mentally, from a from a learning standpoint. And I feel like we have covered a lot of that ground, and you know, all those deficiencies last year, they were certainly not lost on me. I, you know, you asked the initial question about. You know, taking the job and moving here in the first place, you know, that was something that I was, you know, obviously well aware of and, um, you know, knew I had my work cut out for me a little bit, but th- this has been an awesome group to work with. They, they're hardworking, um, again, very talented physically and mentally and intelligent. And, you know, I'm excited to watch them continue to grow and compete and, um, you know, and go out here th- this year and prove everybody that, you know, this is, th- they are, they are a little bit banged up inside. I will tell you that. And I, I think, um, for me, and this is the way I prefer it, but, you know, nobody's talking about us a ton, and, and we kind of like that as a group. We know we have a lot to prove, and, um, you know, we'll continue to maintain that chip on our shoulder.
0: What's something that, you've, that this team struggled to do a season ago that you've seen improvement on in, in, in the practice months that you've had, something that, you know, be it control, uh, their mechanics? I want to talk a little bit about mechanics in just a minute. But what's something that you said? Okay, this team wasn't doing this last year, but I feel like we've got a little bit of a handle on it thus far.
1: Yeah, I mean, I put I put a priority on on movement patterns, and you know, a lot of people call it mechanics. I I, I kind of as I'm coaching the guys and teaching them, I kind of refer to it more just as a sequence and timing and and things like that. And and when you do those things correctly, you free yourself up to command the baseball better. So I think we've done that at a at a much higher clip. You know that that to me is where it starts and stops. You know, you you got to allow your, um, you you got to allow your team to to play behind you. And you know, when you look at the successors in our league and across college baseball, you know, guys that can they can limit the free bases and keep the ball in the ballpark. You know, they they typically have a chance to win a lot of games. It's it's things have skewed a little bit more towards being hitter friendly in the last couple of years when you look at just the addition of, uh, of, of the trackman strike zone in our league for the umpires. So the, the strike zone's gotten a lot smaller. Um, the, the balls are harder than they've ever been. The hitting coaches and the technology have allowed those guys to really prepare for, for your starter like they've seen them all week, where you know there used to be a feeling out process. That's gone. So you, And you see it in, across the league in, in, uh, in ERAs. I mean, even some of the best pitchers, top half of the first-round pick, Type pitchers in in the SEC, they're they're in the four and a half to five ERA ranges, oftentimes. So, you know, those are things that you know we put a priority on, just making sure we attack the zone, we keep the ball in the ballpark. You know, I put a premium on on pitching fearless, especially to the inside part of the plate. Um, you know, teaching guys, you know, a, a secondary fastball, just making sure that they can get down underneath the bat and keep the ball on the ground more often than the air, because you know there are even days you know whether we're at home you know or on the road there are days where fly balls are home runs and it's just especially when things heat up you you just got to be able to to be uh, able to combat anything you know on the road at home weather wind blowing in warm days all of it so those are a few points of emphasis just making sure that guys are are competing in the strikes on their pitching fearlessly they have um the toughness to deal with adversity cuz it's coming i mean that that's what this league is it's that's why everyone signs up it's you're going to deal with adversity so just having a plan having an answer when you have to get off the mat and compete and so those are those are some things with our staff and then of course there's a lot of intricacies individually guys just growing their arsenal um growing their delivery growing their confidence uh, growing their ability to compete and game manage uh, and handle uh, the run game and and all those different things
0: coach i'm an old man i remember when wins was an important pitching stat and and so i i struggle sometimes with analytics with the amount of data that you guys get as coaches now and put into practice as a as a as a as a coach how important is data and analytics to you as a coach and what you want to do
1: well i'm glad you said that because that's that's been a an emphasis of mine uh, all fall. And then I, I had that message again this week with our group. It's just, you know, there are a lot of guys that are watching you. There, there are young kids watching you. There's the media watching you. There there are fans. There are scouts. Uh, and, and guys are going to ask, oh, is he a winner? You Because know, they want to know that, especially the scouting community. This is a program that historically has has been scouted and, and has had tremendous success in 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 professional baseball and that's going to be a question that people ask about you and so if we're not going about it every day with that being at the top of the pyramid and then everything else trickling down yes to answer your question the analytics are a big part of it but it's only to give you a, a better arsenal and a better chance to have success and win the game so um you know i, I kind of think of myself as a blend um you know i i, I do have the a really good understanding of the technology and the analytics and how it impacts and how to get, you know, each guy in the best position for them, how to use their stuff in their arsenal in the best situations, uh, making sure they're using their stuff appropriately. But also, you know, you're, you're going to go out and pitch in, you know, arguably the, one of the best leagues that you're going to face in, in, in all of baseball until you get to the major league playoffs. And, and a lot of that stuff's not going to matter. It's, it's going to be the competitor, the toughness, the ability to process and, and problem solve in real time and, um, and and do all those things that again I, I think you're spot on because you know even when you look at baseball at the professional level, there's you know in the last two years I think there's less than ten guys that threw two hundred innings and in they're and they're starting less and less to to really care about longevity in that starting pitcher. They're starting to care less and less about Cy Young winners winning games and putting much more of an emphasis on those analytics. But I still sure put a premium on on guys that win games and and make it really hard to lose when they have the ball in their hand.
0: Coach, only we've got about a minute left. We had a chance to talk to some of your guys this past Friday, and they all talked about you talking to them about the way they throw pitches. It's not; it, it, it was more mental and physical, body and mind, kind of working together, uh, more of a process. If you've got, if you can explain the process of pitching in sixty seconds, I'll be pretty impressed with you. So go ahead. <laughs>
1: Well, I just think it's a belief and a confidence in what you're doing. And I've seen this group work really hard at, at, at all those things, starting with building their deliveries, uh, believing in their arsenal, um, seeing the ball go through the hoop a little bit in both their bullpens and their live work. And then it's just a commitment to trusting that and, and believing in themselves, believing in each other, and, and, and growing as a group. So I, I've seen that. I'm very confident in that. And we will continue to be a very hardworking pitching staff as we move forward.
0: That feels like a lot of great information you just gave us, Coach. I really appreciate your time. Justin Parker, Mississippi State pitching coach, opening day. It's not too far off, 17 days. Thanks for joining me, Coach.
1: Thank you for having me. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.